Such a crick in the neck! Three Films on a Podcast has no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode. All film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders and is used solely with the intent of film criticism, commentary, and education under fair use law. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy! Welcome back to another episode of Three Films and a Podcast, the show where three friends challenge each other to broaden their cinematic horizons through a series of theme rounds. My name is Ben Lawhorn, and I'm coming to you from Salt Lake City. And with me, as always, coming from Pleasant Grove is Matt Weiler. Hello. Hello. And from hello. Hello. (laughs) And from all the way up in Portland, Tyler Beck. Oh, that's me. I look forward to Matt's hello every episode. (laughs) It's my new favorite, my new favorite segment different. of the show. Whenever Matt says hi, it makes me laugh. I love it. All right. For those new to the show, welcome to the movie club. Uh, what began as the movie club between the three of us has evolved into this little community and podcast. So we're happy you're all here. Um, also joining us today, uh, we have Candace and Arzu from the Geeky Waffle. Hello. Hey. Hello. Thanks for joining us again. You guys welcome back with us. <laughs> you were with us pretty recently uh for the uh may the 4th episode about solo um which i mean we got we got into it we talked about the prequels i, I have to say my my mind was changed i think it was a very useful podcast I, I now understand the good parts of the prequels. so i appreciate that ours you know, i'll keep that with me forever oh, my uh, job is done my job yeah, exactly it's all yeah it, it all worked um do you guys do you want to tell people about your your podcast and uh, the, for the geeky waffle network go for it Candace. Uh, well we have three podcasts but one that kind of has more to do what with what we're talking about today is straight out of home video where we watched all the direct to home movies disney sequels like Pocahontas 2, Mulan 2, nice. the Cinderella Trilogy, Hunchback of Notre Dame 2. There's a sequel to that? Is that it, wow. Don't, no, don't, don't, no, okay. don't do it. Okay. Spoiler listen, to, listen to our podcast episode instead of watching it. Okay. <laughs> do it. I'm really curious to see how your numbers do uh, for these episodes, because we've noticed some of our bigger like listener numbers have been for the lesser known movies that we've done. Uh, so I'd be curious to know if you guys have a similar experience with, you know, some of these direct because, you know, there's less conversations about those out in the world, I feel like. Um, our Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, is really up there. And we found that a lot of people have crush on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that people people like that sequel, though, right? Like, yeah, people love that sequel. It's a good movie. Yeah, like, it's a, yeah, good, it's a movie. good one. I'm not sure if I've yeah. seen it. I'll have to check it out that, so I can listen to the episode. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our most popular one. It really varies. Like, I was really surprised that our House of Villains one is our like, second most popular episode. Hmm. It's, like, based on, like, hmm. nice. Mickey House of Mouse. So, okay. it was, like, things I was really surprised of. I was, like, because I think I wasn't into it as a kid, but a lot of other people were. Yeah. I was. I was into House of Mouse as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i just heard about um i used to watch a show called movie fights 
uh, from Screen Junkies. And there was one round where they're talking about best sequels and someone fought for Lion King 2. And I'd never heard about it before. But even just from that <laughs> argument, I was like, this sounds like a really good movie, actually. Like, I'm surprised this went straight to DVD. So <laughs> that's, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Um, yeah, for today's little podcast, uh, it's kind of an offshoot from our regular episodes. So we're doing something different. And, you know, today we're doing a, a movie draft. Uh, you guys may have heard some of our previous episodes. We've done gangster movies, rom-coms, uh, the MCU. And so this will be our fourth one. We're doing Disney's uh, animation studio. Uh, the How the draft works, it's kind of a snake format, which means we'll go first to last and last to first. And then we'll repeat that. So we have five participants. We're each going to pick four movies, just trying to basically end up with our, our dream team of movies, just our favorite stuff. So um, we'll figure out the order here in a second. But I think it's always the most suspenseful part to find out where you're going to fall <laughs> in the draft here. Um, but yeah, so the movies we're selecting from today are the theatrically released Disney Animation Studios films. So unfortunately, everything that's going to be on straight out of home video podcast does not qualify for this. You know, just You're saying yeah. unfortunately, like it's a bad. We wouldn't thing. pick any of them anyway. They're yeah. not. Well, they're not. I know. I they might both... pick Aladdin three. Come on, Bambi two. There's three Aladdins. Arzu. Is that because <laughs> of his dad? No, I actually like dad? that one. I'm excited for that not after dark the episode. <laughs> so we're talking about Disney hot dad because there are quite a few. Quite a few. Oh, it'll be awesome. Yeah, Disney <laughs> Disney doesn't draw ugly people, I've noticed. Unless it's like yeah, Quasimodo. Quasimodo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Quasimodo, Quasimodo gets a girl in the second one. That's true. So. Oh, actually, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know Played that, by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ooh. Oh, snap. Oh, really? You're trying to talk us out of watching My this man, movie? Quasimodo <laughs> with the come up. This is the highlight. It doesn't get It's all downhill from here. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, along with like all the, the direct sequels, it also includes like the Pixar movies or some that, you know, people might consider Disney movies, but were actually done at other studios like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Brave Little Toaster, or, you know, something that probably would have made my list, which is a goofy movie. None of those qualify, but everything else from Snow White the most recent one, Ryan, the last dragon, everything's in play here. I think we have about like 60 to choose from. Is that right? Do you know for sure? I think it's, we have plenty to choose from for sure. Yeah. So this will be fun to see how everyone's list ends up. But um, I just kind of want to start with a couple questions. Like as a kid, I grew up, I wanted to be a Disney animator. I had a little side hustle in elementary school where I would like draw the genie and sell to kids for like a dollar so they had like a picture of it and stuff like <laughs> don't give up always my dream <laughs> don't give i up. still try to do it but no one's buying <laughs> anymore which is really frustrating so um maybe yeah you go to character. some schools now and be like hey kid you want to buy a genie <laughs> <laughs> i got pictures of the genie what <laughs> don't do that <laughs> <laughs> if you have a lad's dad i'll buy list. it but not the genie yeah. <laughs> hey hey um, there's a market for that indeed there is indeed um so yeah when trying to figure out the qualifiers for the draft there was a lot of options that kind of came up before we just like settled on this obviously i would love to do pixar at some point because i think those movies are just fantastic but um looking over the timeline of the releases i'm curious like what you guys think is the best run of disney movies we were kind of talking about that amongst the three of us i wanted to get your guys's opinion because i feel like they had some obviously the classic of like the renaissance of little mermaid to lion king which had like beauty and the beast and aladdin and i think the underrated rescuers down under um there's also cinderella to 101 dalmatians which had alice in wonderland peter pan lady and the tramp and arguably like as far as studios go they may have had the best first five movies ever with snow white pinocchio fantasia 
Dumbo and Bambi. So those are like three examples I kind of came up with. I'm curious to hear from you guys what you think the best run is that Disney Studios has ever had. Arzu, I'll throw it to you to, to hear what you think. Yeah. So obviously as a, as a 90s kid, I'm very attached to the Disney Renaissance. That whole era. I would even extend it a bit past the Lion King. I'd go to Pocahontas. I'd go to Hunchback of Notre Dame all the way down to like Tarzan mm-hmm. as one run. And then otherwise... Yeah, like the, that whole 1950 to 1965 or so, like that whole stretch is incredibly cozy. And I just love that, that style. And basically there's no misses in that era. So those are, those are my two. That's solid. I like that. How about you, Candice? Yeah, definitely Renaissance, 90s kid all the way. And it's just, they couldn't miss then. Yeah. Even like mm. some of them had like some hits and misses in the time, but like once they got to Little Mermaid, it was like straight chewed in for a while. It really was. And I feel like for me, like that's one of the first vivid memories I have of like walking through a movie theater I was actually going to see Little Mermaid with my mom. Like I can still like picture the theater and everything. And th- yeah, I don't know. That, I think that's why that run for me would probably be my favorite. Just because, again, like it was just it was our time, you know, like, oh, this is all like amazing stuff. I love this. What about you, Fuzz? Yeah, it's <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to argue. I'm looking at the list here and. Pretty much starting with, gosh, Cinderella, <laughs> all the way through, you know, I didn't personally have a, too much of a connection with, like, the Hunchback of Notre Dame or Mulan or Tarzan or any of those or Hercules. But, like, I As know those older. are, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I never <laughs> I never really got into it, you know, but it's just, like, it's hard to argue that run. It's pretty incredible, really. Yeah. Um, and, it like, like I said, it really does start, like, it like from like 1955 until like 19, like till 2000, pretty much. They were just like, they were like knocking out some pretty good, some pretty good movies. But you know, for me, I, I grew up like, like you guys with like the Lion King and Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. So that's, <clears throat> that's probably what I'd have to pick. But also, like you said, they had a pretty good ru- uh, rookie season, you know, they st- yeah. <laughs> come out swinging with Snow White all the way through Bambi. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just good stuff all around. They're, they're talented group of people over there at disney hot take yeah, I'm, yeah right. <laughs> very hot take i'm reading the biography very on walt disney right now yeah. and it's crazy just like the stuff they created basically like they invented to do this kind of stuff but yeah um mm-hmm. how about you matt what's your favorite run i mean i've i've got a soft spot for a lot of those early movies um but i mean i'm just joining everybody else I do agree with uh, Arzu that I believe that run extends to Tarzan. Mm. Um, I feel like it, it it hit its climax with Lion King and then it kind of tapered down. And I don't know what I, I, maybe maybe at Hercules, it was like going away. Mm. And then Phil Collins, man, comes back in with <laughs> with the with the encore Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. Play those drums. And then. You know, Tarzan's the bomb. And so great yeah. way to cap out that run. That's it. There is something to be said for their most recent run. Like, yeah, starting like tangled and mm-hmm. moving on. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the princess stuff, like even Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph. Like, yeah, there is something to be said for that run. Like, I have I have enjoyed it for the most part, like not so much the stuff directly preceding that princess and the frog being the exception. But mm-hmm. I was just like, let's let's give some love to the contemporary too. I yeah, I'm glad you said that yeah. because cool. I recently watched Tangled for the first time. I mean, within the last year probably, and I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool. 
I, I, you know, obviously the kind of their thing is they always have like a different region of the world and a different like aesthetic to each, each one. And like, <clears throat> if I remember right, that's the one that's like in the Scottish Highlands or something like that. That's brave. That's oh, that's brave. that's brave. Yeah. Tangled oh. is Rapunzel. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. I was thinking of brave either way. I don't know that it is a good run. Like Wreck-It Ralph. Brave is Pixar. Right. But, mm. um, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about over here. Um, but yeah, you know, Big Hero 6, Zootopia, Moana. Moana is one of my favorites. I, it, I might even draft it. Um, and so uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought it up, Arzu, because it's, I mean, it, you can't, you can't hardly pick a bad movie off of this list, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want someone to write in who's part of the run that has Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear. I want to hear those mm-hmm. people. Please message us. <laughs> I want to hear from that run. wrong. Yeah. Why that's the best run. I yes. like that it's sort of it like mere like this is this is like this is my application to work at the ringer right here. Like <laughs> Disney's runs kind of match like the NBA's golden eras. <laughs> like the early two mm. thousands were kind of a rough time for the NBA and sort of for uh <laughs> for Disney here. And then, you know, they have the Renaissance recently and then like the nineties were like the NBA's golden era and same with Disney. That's interesting. Thanks, Bill. Bill Clinton. Simmons, if you're listening, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you you know, joked about what you might draft, but I I feel like when it comes to the draft, there's a couple ways to do it. You know, you could try to do your favorites, which are always you know a lot of fun to do. You can try to be strategic and do the best ones or some combo. Strategery. If you guys, you know, without showing your cards too much, if you want to talk about, it, I'm just curious what each of our favorites. Disney Animation Studios movie is. Um, I'll throw mine out. Mine is Robin Hood. I, I love hmm. that movie so much. Um, that one, I think that's the one I've seen the most. And it's like a, a 1A and a 1B with Peter Pan. Like those two are just, yeah. just my absolute favorite. So I love those. Candace, how about you? What's what's your favorite from the Disney Animation Studios? It's actually kind of surprising because it's not something that came out when I was a kid. It's Tangled, actually. Mm. Nice. Tangled is... I think it has the best romance of all the Disney mm-hmm. movies. I feel like there's, that's a lot to be said because Disney, especially all the fairy tales had a lot of <laughs> kind of like not very equal partnerships, but this is like a romance yeah. that's developed and isn't love at first sight. It's very poignant during quarantine because Rapunzel just wants to get out of her tower right, right now, yeah. but it's <laughs> the animation, the music, the songs, the I see the light sequence with the, all the lanterns. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. It's like personally, like my favorite because like during a really like the worst time of my life, I went to the movie theaters by myself for the first time ever. It was like, I just don't, I can't be anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I went to see it and it made me laugh for like the first time in months. Oh, and it nice. made me smile. Awesome. And it just, it brought such joy to me that it's like, it's, it's just so good. Sounds like That's I need to awesome. give it a give it a watch. Not only just to quit confusing it with Brave, but yeah. just so <laughs> I can actually appreciate it for what it is. Um, yeah, sounds and sounds really, awesome. And it has actually a very good television series that follows it. Mm. So that was on the Disney Channel. That was surprisingly <laughs> good. I watched it because my friends' girls were kept telling me about it, and then I was like, "Oh, this actually has a storyline." That's exciting. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. There's some meat on the bone here. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. 
And then we get a little yeah. uh, tangled cameo in Frozen, right? When they show up for the wedding, something yep. like that, I believe. Oh, interesting. I watched. There's a theory that it's all connected. That like, oh, really? On that, Anna and Elsa's parents were going to Rapunzel and Eugene's wedding, and Whoa. that's like how they died. Whoa! Oh, interesting. You're right. We Whoa. are getting dark. We are getting dark. I subscribe to that theory. I think it's a yeah. very Disney theory, though, just parents dying. So I think we're probably going to talk about yeah. that quite a bit. So, um, Arzu, oh, how about you? Rapunzel oh, parents are alive. True. That's something, too. It's very exciting. True. Oh, yes. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> how so, about you, Arzu? What's your favorite? I don't know how I'm going to follow Candace's story. Mine <laughs> but mine is mine has got to be Beauty and the Beast. And it is a mm. nostalgia thing. I am aware. Yeah. But. It, the thing is, if it was just nostalgia, I'd be like, okay, I remember this. But like to this day, it is a comfort watch. It's something that I will like go back to in any iteration. It's sort of informed the kind of love story I like to see elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I would argue that the love story aspect of it <laughs> is misunderstood. <laughs> it's like, no, Candace, it's not what I meant. No, but, I get it. What you're I get it. You, but no, I am I making that, sense now? It's technically enemies to lovers. It is though. It's technically, it's like it is me at and age two being like. It's my number two. <laughs> it's number two. It holds up. It mm. literally it does. It very much holds all up. the Raylo stuff is making sense now, right? It's it's all awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Because and baby ours, you saw this movie, and just like, I was like Raylo. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is too that like that. What I like about it, what I think a lot of people misunderstand about it, is this is not a woman walking into a relationship being like, "I am going to change him." It's I am here for X, Y, Z reason. And like, maybe I'm feeling something for this guy, but he's kind of an asshole. (laughs) And then when that's not working out, the impetus is on him to correct himself, which he does. And it's not her doing it. And I'm like, yes, this is what people misunderstand about this movie is like, she doesn't do anything Mm -hmm. except be herself. And he's like, she is worth it enough to me for me to, correct this about me so that's what i like about it it's a great lesson great take angela lansbury you know so yeah that too. you can't. can't go wrong rising in the east tale as old as time song as old as rhyme beauty and the beast and the music that like ballroom. even just the score like oh, i man. play the score when i'm working and like i when i work i can't listen to like lyrics because mm-hmm. i get distracted so I will play like the score to Beauty and the Beast while I'm working. And Ooh, it's just awesome. that West Wing track, man. The first and like minute Arzu, of it. You worked at the Disney store. I did work at the Disney store. You do not hate this music after probably listening to it over and over again. <laughs> That's saying I do not. I That's actually, a testament. <laughs> I actually loves wish more. we had more Beauty and the Beast because <laughs> the rotation when I was there, you know, you can't hear a lot of it over the hum of the customers, but they're coupled that just hit a little louder. So I can't listen to Little April Shower from Bambi. I can't listen to um God, Super Califragilisticexpialidocious. Um and there's like one other that were just playing instrumentally just slightly louder than everything else and that makes me feel like I should be at work. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Man, those jobs that have the, like just the repeating soundtrack are the worst. I I worked in a box office at a movie theater here and it felt like it was just like a 10 song loop. You yeah. just have to sit there and listen to them over and over. It's like, okay, it's been half an hour now. Got it. That was so Zoomies. during Christmas. The holidays. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Working After at- I quit, I will say the music got 
they changed it out more often. But for the three years I was there, it was the same soundtrack. you they're like, I guess we can change it now that she's gone. She's gone. Change. <laughs> yeah. We did get the occasional promotional thing, like Monsters University soundtrack played for a while, which was fun because it had like, oh, that's cool. like a Swedish House Mafia dance track on it. And we thought we were picking up Aritzia next door. We didn't know what was <laughs> happening. But <laughs> Honestly, it's also reminded me like, Tyler and I were in a band together, a cover band, and like I couldn't listen to the music for fun anymore because yeah. we were playing it all the time. And it felt like it, it took a couple years after we were done to be like, oh, okay, I can just like enjoy this now. I don't have to be thinking about like, okay, am I at a drum set? Like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta focus. So it certainly changes um, your experience Tyler, with it for sure. It, it really does. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, well, yeah. What's your favorite, Tyler? Um, I think I'm instead of giving you my favorite, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what Candace did. And, uh, and also one of my um, clubhouse questions, I had a really good experience or a really funny, memorable experience watching frozen. Um, Mm. I did. I mean, I really liked the movie. Um, It's really, you know, it's a great movie. Um, But I was at, I worked at Delta for a decade and we have a lot of downtime. So there's TVs and there's, you know, DVD players and full cable subscriptions for the times where you're waiting for planes to come in and out. And uh, I was working in a specific area of the airport where it was a very high seniority area of the airport. And I worked with a bunch of like 50 plus year old men, like just old grizzled, grizzly bearded, like surly dudes. Right. And there was a guy that used to bring in totally legit, not at all pirated (laughs) DVDs. And he had a case of them. And so we had watched everything. And so he brought in a new batch of movies. And the first one that they pulled out was a copy of Frozen. And watching all these guys try to act like they didn't <laughs> want to watch Frozen was just unbelievable. Well, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, we could watch Frozen. We'll probably have to go out and do some work. And, like, I'd sit in the room if you put it on. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I mean, if you put it on, I'll watch it. You know, we got to watch something. And That's then just awesome. the whole time, the, like, every, like, every single one of those dudes was just loving it so much. And it was just like, I was watching the movie and, like, just looking at all these, like, <laughs> want, like these these tough dudes, you know, oh, it's so good. having a sentimental moment watching Frozen. <laughs> it was beautiful. I highly recommend if you get the opportunity to watch a Disney movie with a bunch of guys pretending they don't want to be watching it. It's great. I, mean, I guess if you put it on, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Matt, how about you? Um, I, I mean, I thought, I thought everyone was going to pick the same thing. So I'm actually pleasantly surprised. And that's, that's the magic of Disney right there, but I'm a Lion King guy through mm. and through. Um, the second nice. that sun creeps over the horizon. That my spirit so just good. explodes. I'm not going to start singing. <laughs> if you want to. It's in your head, right? The second it is. That you see yeah. that song. Immediately. Once yeah. you said that, I was like, okay, yep. Let's talk about soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, that probably would have been my pick for favorite, to be honest. But um, I didn't want to tip my hand too much. But... <laughs> um cool all right that's awesome I'm, yeah i'm so we all kind of pick different things um but now it's time to figure out the draft order here before we can start the draft so i've got everybody's name in um and i made sure to only have tyler once so that's good <laughs> as opposed to before um all right yeah let's just see how this plays out okay first pick goes to matt oh damn i know um, i was hoping for my run thank you continue. walt disney 
<laughs> uh, second to Tyler, then Arzu, then Candace, and then me, which I don't Barely know how I feel know. about. But you got the double pick, man. That's true. I do have it, but I feel like I got to watch four great movies go in front of me. So okay, All right. so yeah, let's start with Matt. I wish I had like a, a Lion King hat that I could put on as I picked it. <laughs> um, no, let's, I mean, with the number one pick in this Disney draft, I think I have to go with Lion King. I mean, I like it makes it. sense. I like that, it. That was my number one as well. So I feel like it was probably going to go pretty early, but that feels like just kind of hands down. I mean, arguably one of their like greatest achievements ever, you know, both yeah. in animation and music, all that stuff. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised that the, the live action thing didn't make like $3 billion. Like when I heard they were remaking that movie with <laughs> Beyonce and Donald Glover, I was like, okay, well this is just going to like do gangbusters. And then, they did. I mean, it made billion. It made over a billion dollars. Did it really? Oh, I didn't think it made yeah, that it did much. Wonderful. Oh, okay. it's going to be, there's going to be a sequel because it made so much money. With Barry Will Jenkins, they adapt right? the second one? No, Ooh. it's going to be part, part sequel, part prequel. They said, interesting which is actually i think a good decision because the one they made now is basically a it's not even live action it's a cg Copy. version yeah. of the cartoon so i think if they're it going made, to tell a different story it made 1.6 billion holy cow yeah that's it I was very wrong <laughs> that's it yeah it was, it's not three billion but it did well it's no avatar but i mean it's okay so like, <laughs> like aladdin did well too like uh, they're talking about a sequel of that the live action. I mean, yeah, I have not seen that one. Have you, have any of you guys watched that one? I have. Yeah. How is it? Okay. It has problems. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. not going to have problems when it's a Middle Eastern fairy tale being told by the whitest man alive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That said, I really enjoyed it. They shouldn't have gotten Guy Ritchie to do it. It should have been like a Bollywood director or, mm. or a Middle like Eastern a, director or a Middle Eastern director or yeah. someone who had directed a musical before because yeah. it was the pacing was weird. The editing mm. was off. Like they had these really energetic numbers like the Prince Ali song and the editing and just like what they cut to and how it was shot was so weird. Also, they changed. They changed Jafar's motivation and it seemed like it was going in a good direction. And then it just hairpin turned into Middle Eastern men are sexist. And I'm like, but, but the other direction. <laughs> yeah, they could have gone somewhere interesting, but they didn't. They, and they started and then they didn't. Except Jafar is hot now, apparently. Yes, Jafar is hot <laughs> like, now. Why did they do that? Some of us always thought Jafar was hot. Yeah. Now we can all have oh, our man. own Jafar. I like it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we all have our own type. <laughs> all right, Tyler. Well, what are you taking? We just talked about it a bunch. I'm going to take Aladdin off the board. Do you smoke? Mind if I do? <laughs> oh, sorry, Cheetah. I hope I didn't sing the fur. Yo, Rodman, haven't seen you in a few millennia. Give me some tassel. Yeah, yo, yo. I wasn't sure if I should take a movie, uh, like if I should take the asshole route and like pick the movies I know other people want to take. <laughs> but oh, wait, question, Tyler, did yeah. you choose it because of hot, hot Jafar? Uh, I chose it because of hot Aladdin. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, no, like, I just was uh, it Steve from Full House. Who isn't that? It, who yeah, Aladdin Steve was? from Full yeah. House. Yeah. <laughs> just the weirdest. Modeled thing after ever. Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I yep. know that. Oh. This, this Middle Eastern man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very naturally. Very Middle Eastern. Yeah. 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 After the whitest house. man. And then like. <laughs> played by the whitest man. <laughs> yeah. I just. That was the first one. That was like the first Disney movie that like. In a weird way. I don't know. I, I just the first one that really like. Connected with me, I guess. I don't know. It's just. It's, I've always, I've just always had a soft spot for Aladdin. I, th- I think it was probably the genie. I think it was the first time I like mm-hmm. really thought a movie was really like super funny. I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. It was a it was an important movie to me as a kid. I watched it a shit ton, and I remember I used to like think I was so such the film critic, and I would like I remember having these conversations with my mom about Aladdin, like breaking it down. <laughs> like we're driving to the grocery store, and she's just like nodding along this is my little kid logic <laughs> trying to break shit down um and uh i used to love the the little hidden things that people said were in there like you like know like sebastian like mm. what's that the easter eggs and stuff like, like the that? little sebastian that he pulls out of the oh well that stuff and even like the uh the more like insidious stuff like they they snuck in like uh supposedly he tells her to, oh, he yeah. tells jasmine to take off her clothes when they jump oh, on no yeah. or whatever he it actually is. doesn't he says, calm down, kitty, or something like that. Right. Like, well, not getting too down. close. Yeah. No, I yeah. Just, but I just love when yeah. I was a kid, I was like, oh, it's so cool. Oh, that like, yeah, stuff's yeah. in there. You know, like I don't have any like take on it anymore. Or, like how they spell out sex in the in the sky in Lion King, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I used to love those little conspiracy theories. That's what I was going for. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I just thought those were so fun. So like Aladdin had a bunch of those that I really thought were fun. Fun. There is a dick in you know I mean. Little Mermaid cover art. Yeah, record. yep, it's true. Yep. Yeah, that's to, real. That and one's hard to miss. There is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey. and there's a naked lady in the first the rescue. in the rescue. first rescuers. Yeah, yeah, because of a disgruntled artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and she's not there anymore, but where? Yeah, what? what to, just kidding. <laughs> and Matt's like looking. He's like, what, the, oh, wait, what was the time stamp the... on that? <laughs> it's I like a painting. Where it is if you want to know, <laughs> no. they're flying somewhere. I don't know where they're flying. Like kids, but let's yeah, watch, when they're like let's first leaving New York and they're like flying past all the windows. There's oh, like wow. one of the windows is like a painting of a naked lady. Mm. Interesting. Well, Tyler, I've got some pictures of the genie that I can sell you at a really good rate. Oh. So we can talk off the air about yeah. that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about shop. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> after. Uh, honestly, with Aladdin, one of the things that blew my mind, and I mean, you guys may have known this, and I, I was just like super dumb, but when I realized that the guy at the beginning of the movie was the genie. Please, please come closer. Too close. A little too close. I was like, oh, okay, that, mm. that makes a lot of sense. And I honestly feel like I was well into my 20s when that was told to me. It's like, oh, yes, that, that makes sense. Why he also little, did that voice and he has four fingers and stuff little, like that. Like, little Tyler, the it, film yeah. critic, didn't pick, on, pick up on that either. So well, now, you, now you can call your mom and let her know. Like, Listen, I'm going to pick up where we left off here. So, um, All right, Arzu, what are you going to take with your first pick? Beauty and the Beast before somebody else does. Yeah, I feel like we're going to knock out the Renaissance here really early. I like it. Not going to lie, Arzu, I left that on the board for you. I do love Aladdin. It's it was like it was between that or Beauty and the Beast. But I was like, I like Arzu. Let's not let's not be contentious here. (laughs) We're Beauty and the Beast bros. We're not ashamed of it. Yeah. Nor nor should you be. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's a great movie. We've obviously like we've already talked about it a bit, but 
if anyone has anything else they want to say about Beauty and the Beast, I mean, I think that's a. Bell got me to read. That's oh, it. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, I forget how old I was, but I was like, and I saw it and I was like, nope, reading's cool now. <laughs> I like and that. I was like, top reader in my class after that movie. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So, do we think, what do we think is like the Disney movie? Because we're, since we're talking about like, Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. And obviously we all have an affinity to the uh, the gold, the 90s renaissance, I think we've called it. Like in our opinion or in your opinion, uh, let's start with Candace. What do you think is like the Disney movie? Like if you think of Disney movie, you had to show someone one movie. Which one do you show them? Wow. Putting you on the spot uh, here. Because I, I feel I like we're still. talking about the movies that we would pick right now. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be Beauty and the Beast for me. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is ultimate Disney at yeah. its highest, like with Alan Macon's music, um, mm-hmm. that animation and everything and the fairy tale aspect, too. I feel like everything. Yeah. Arzu, you just picked done. it. What do you think? I If I had to pick one Disney movie to show somebody, I would either pick Beauty and the Beast or I'd pick The Lion King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I think of what movie is like emblematic of Disney, like if if I had to pick like the Disney movie... I would pick Snow White. I was just going to say. that was their first yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. And that mm-hmm. sort of set the standard for everything they did. So if it's like an introduction course to Disney, for people who've never seen Disney, that would be the first thing I would yeah. bring up. Good call. And then then we can talk about like the highs and the lows and all that. But Ours, what's you amazing and I, is that seen... movie still holds up. It that really still does. holds up. It's a really insane. Like you see some movies from that time and they're just like, don't keep you engaged, especially a kid. Yeah. But I remember they re-released mm. it in the 90s and I saw it in theaters. I had to get my mom to walk out of the theater during the evil queen turning into the witch. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> I just much. can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. That is. That's Sorry, awesome. I just hijacked a segment there, but I just it just popped into my yeah. head. Mainly because no, I think it's, they yeah. reference, uh, they, they, uh, they, um, they parody the Beauty and the Beast song on The Simpsons. And I feel like once you like... Mm cross genres like that like you go from like one major pop culture icon referenced in another it's like it sort of is like the litmus test for like what is most representative of your brand if that makes any sense but another thing i always think of is just like cinderella and sleeping beauty maybe because they have castles yeah and like Mm -hmm. disney i also think of the theme parks too at the same time like obviously like Walt Disney yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah so I think of Aurora and Cinderella yeah like just as part yeah. of that too and those were still Walt's, like Walt's movies too right so. yeah honestly, I think I would show someone Lion King but I was thinking the same things ours it was like if I had to put something in a vault or just like whatever Disney is I think you have to start with Snow White like they, they really knocked it out of the park on that first one 1937 unbelievable crazy yeah all right, Candace, it's time for your first pick. The Little Mermaid. Nice. A bandit, bulbous, snarflat. Oh. My I whole room, it. like five to like 10. Little Mermaid wallpaper, Little Mermaid poster, Little Mermaid comforter. That movie's so great, though. Yeah. It so is. Good. It's, it's lovely. We have a whole episode about where we defend Ariel. And, you know, she's 16. She's a dummy, but she's the 16th. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait, I didn't realize, I guess I never really thought to, like, what age any of these people in these movies are. 
but she's I can tell you one all if you would like to. Oh, I'm she's sure the only could. one who states it explicitly, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she the rest does. Of them Snow, White is kind is, of like- Snow White is 14. Just FYI. Whoa. Interesting. Okay. That's tough. Jasmine is 15. That's a tough look. King Triton is 300 years old. <laughs> <laughs> when do they state it in Little Mermaid? Does it have to do with like the contract or something? She, she like says, that? I'm 16. No. I'm not a child. And it's like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like when you're a kid, oh, you're like, yeah, she's yeah. yeah. You tell them that yeah. then as an adult, you're like, yes, you Yeah, are. you see this when you're, you're five child. and you're like 16. <laughs> Gosh, like, oh my god, yeah, I saw that when I was two, and I was like, Yes, she's an Give adult. Respect. She's an adult. I don't know, like, when you go wants. to like a water park when you're a kid, I remember like being like eight and seeing teenagers at the water park, and I was like, Who, mm. What are those creatures? Like, it's, <laughs> the think, parents oh. aren't here. This is crazy. <laughs> Speaking of the pool, just a quick story that my mom told me when I was like three, I had water lessons because obviously living in Florida. You have to mm. learn how to swim early. Yeah. And the teacher comes up to her and is like, Ariel is such a great swimmer. Ariel <laughs> can do all this kind of stuff. And oh, my no. mom's like, my daughter's not name is not Ariel. She's like, it's Candace. And he's like, I don't have a Candace in my class. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. I can convince this man and everybody else in the class. My name is Ariel because I was like, if I'm going to swim, I'm a freaking mermaid. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Zone, you know? Get that mindset. I like she, that. She, awesome. she likes to tell a story at parties. I wish I would have tried that with Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was very bad today. <laughs> he got into things. He stole so a lot he, of stuff. Yeah. Stole too many apples. <laughs> Gotta steal to eat, man. Stole some tell you. French baguette from the Middle Eastern market. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Very popular in the Middle Eastern market. Oh, I have a French Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I guess on to mine. I guess I already kind of played my hand a little bit here. This does work out. Tyler, you were right. Just being on the, the end here. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to go with Robin Hood because that was just you know the it. movie that made me want to draw. That was like my, my I, I don't know. I don't know. I could go on about it forever. I love Robin Hood. It's like one of my favorite stories in general, like just in literature. Yeah. I think it's super, it's, it's just a great story. Um, we got men in tights out of it. A true? Bless you. You know, so it's yeah. just like, yeah, there's good things all around. That, that <laughs> so, rooster, that rooster that plays the, the loot at the, the beginning is just so yeah. great. He's rocking. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. Just we like recently first... talked about Robin Hood, didn't we, our Zoom? We did. On the After Dark our... No! <laughs> kind of close, though. We talked about Dangerously our, close. our childhood fictional crashes. Mm. And I think mm. oh, ours yeah. is the one who mentioned that this Fox put unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. in men. I stand by my comments. For all that he is a Fox. If Let's pretend he's not a Fox. Okay? Like, the personality of this character gave us unrealistic expectations for men because he is sweet and sensitive and he's brave and he does the right thing and he's not afraid to stand up for what's right. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, irresistible. All these girl. things that don't exist in any man. <laughs> no, not <laughs> one <laughs> A real man will dress undercover to enter the archery contest for you. If he doesn't do that, let him go. Yeah, he'll, it's a wreck. He'll pretend to be blind, too. <laughs> yes, exactly. I just love all the personality they gave all the animals. Like, that was like yeah. one of the first oh, times I really man. connected with that. It's like, oh, this is like 
a, a little kid who's the prince, you know, but he's like the bad guy. I, I don't know. I just, I think that's really why I loved it so much. I'm like, Oh, this is like the first time I'm really connecting to these characters and who they are, even though they're animals. So, right. Uh, I loved it. Um, and then, yeah, I'll swing around for my number two pick, which is Peter Pan. Um, that's another one. Like just, I love that story too. We're doing, this will air afterwards, but we're doing a watch party this week and we're watching hook which is another one of my like just childhood favorites. I love this yeah. story. You know, I think the Robin hood and the Peter Pan story, just like in any version I'm, I'm on board for it. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's a super, I don't know. It's, it's a fun movie. That's definitely, it's definitely problematic now looking back on it, like watching it. I don't know when it was like a year ago. It'd been a long time since I had watched it. And then just like the whole song where like what makes the red man red and stuff. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. There might, there might be some problems with this stuff, but <laughs> yeah, there might be as well, a kid. I, I definitely enjoyed it. My son a few years back was really into Jake and the Neverland pirates. He just like loved that show. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I was like, Oh, this is great. I'll show him Peter Pan. Well, like in like the first few minutes that you introduced to captain hook, he like kills one of his crew members. Like, yeah. So wait a second. <laughs> this isn't a Crazy. children's show yeah. oh yeah and isn't captain hook like in the series and he's like this kind of like bumbling yeah he's just yeah. kind of like a yeah. clumsy yeah bad guy but he doesn't yeah. scare the kids yeah no he's like, very toothless villain i've seen a few episodes with my <laughs> nieces and it's just yeah <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, those are my two picks, Robin Hood and Peter Pan. So we'll loop back around to Candace for her number two. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Unless Mulan. she wants to give it up. To, okay. Mulan. Not Tangled. Oh, nice. I like it. I don't know if I'm put, like Tangled's my favorite because of emotional reasons or because of quality reasons. So hmm. I'll keep Tangled like in back pocket if needed. Okay. But it comes back around. I'm, I'm going, I'm going in my list. I mean, for the record, my favorite Disney princess. I, I love Mulan. I think the movie's so good. That story is so cool too. Yeah, it really is. I haven't watched. I, I don't know if I've watched many of the live action remakes. Have don't, any of you guys seen it? Don't, don't, don't. don't. Uh-uh. Okay, Again, listen to this podcast episode <laughs> where I go on for twenty minutes about how the witch in the live action Mulan <laughs> is actually Kylo Ren. Oh, nice. she does, and she actually I like makes a point. You're, again, you're trying excellent. to talk us out of watching this. <laughs> well, okay, listen to our episode first. Okay, then okay. watch the movie. Okay, but if Adam Driver's like not they, in, I'm gonna be very disappointed. About no, 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 no. But like they, like it's like they watch the movie and like let's do the opposite of that, mm. and mm. like they make it seem like she only has anything positive about her because she has this power. She was born with, not because she is a good person or mm. anything like that. Mm. So it's not great. She has a force. She is a dead eye. That's pretty much what they make her for us. Yeah. I like it. Is a, right. I don't like it. I don't like no. it. <laughs> um, all right, Arzu, number two, what do you got? Okay. So for my number two, I'm gonna go with Moana. Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> My number two is technically Mulan, but now it's Mulan. Okay, I'm That's sorry. Fair. I'm sorry. No, I think it's great. I, I, we need, we need a little we bit need of more controversy. Yeah, let's go. Moana's, yeah, that, that's one for some reason. I don't know why, but I like. 
I didn't like stay away from it intentionally, but I, I didn't like make the time to watch it. You know, it's like, uh, like it looks fine, whatever. I'll get around to it eventually. And then when I did, it's like, man, this movie is so good. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like the music's the, really the, good. Um, the music is so Baby good. Baby Moana's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can't, movie. I obviously can't speak for like the Pacific Islander community, but Ben, you and I both knew a lot of Pacific Islanders working at the airport mm-hmm. And they would always complain that their culture was like either not represented at all or confused with, they got confused with like Hispanic people all the time. They felt like Mm. they felt look, it seemed to me that they felt looked over. And I remember when this movie came out, a lot of my friends on Facebook, uh, they were super excited about it and they were, it it just seemed, it seemed important to them to have something that was that big uh, with a, with a, a person from their culture being such a big part of it. And, it, it seemed to like, at least according to what I saw, you know, I haven't spoken to every Pacific Islander out there, but I don't know. It just, I, it's, I sort of had a personal connection to it in that way because I saw a lot of my friends be happy that this was out there for them. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. yeah and great, it has a great, great cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pacific Islander yeah. slash Hawaii Tam- cast. Tamar yeah. Morrison, who's true. Boba Fett. Is and Boba Fett's in it. He, he plays the father. Yep, can't oh, say no to that. We'll bring it back to Star Wars somehow. <laughs> it always Everything goes back to Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, Everything is Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, wasn't this the same directors as like Little Mermaid or something like that? Like, yeah, actually, it's it's the same directors as yeah, as Little Mermaid. It's hmm. um John Cle- John Musker and Ron Clements. Yeah, there we go. I'm yeah, that's that awesome. Stuff, yeah, I mean, yeah, just some of and the best music by Lin Manuel Miranda. Right, right. Uh, say no more. The music is so go good. I remember the way that he, the way that he can like connect his phrasing in his lyrics mm. and the way yeah. that like, like the, the, the way that it rhymes and the way that connects is like so well-crafted and so um, not what you expect. I can't remember the actual words of the songs, but just like the way that the melodies work with the lyrics and how it all rhymes and connects. It's very, it's really impressive and it's really unique. And I, yeah, it, it fits it fits the songs that they sing and the world incredibly. He's a talented fella. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky when you were waddling yay high this guy? For sure. How far how far I'll go is on my like hype up mix. Oh yeah. When I'm feeling oh, yeah. down oh, yeah. and I need to get happy. I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> conquer the ocean. Yeah. When I saw this movie like the first time. I was living in Europe at the time and it's not called Moana there. It's called Viana mm. because mm. Um, Moana is the name of an adult film actress in Europe. So that's, oh. it was a copyright mm, issue. Sure. Enough, so yeah. it wasn't even, anything, it was a copyright issue. Also, so, you don't want little kids Googling Moana. <laughs> no, you don't want that either. <laughs> yeah. so, so I went and saw it with my best friend and we come out of the movie and she's like, the crab reminded me of you. And I'm like, Okay. Why did a murderous <laughs> crab remind you? Yeah. And it's because like, you're shiny. Because you like shiny things. And like, 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 like charm bracelets. She's That's like, you awesome. like shiny things. I'm like, okay. It's not my homicidal tendencies. As long as my homicidal tendencies are still hidden. That's yes. great. Yes. It's just the shiny stuff. Keep those hidden from the world. <laughs> I was just say, Lynn Manuel Miranda is talented. Another hot take from Tyler Beck. Yeah. I'm in full of them. So you really are. So yeah. Look out. There's more where that came hate. from. Here it comes. <laughs> get some hate. All right. That. Let's get your number two. Um, all right. Well, so this one's a fun one for me. I'm going to take the emperor's new groove, 
which oh my, that's on my list. I yeah. didn't know was a Disney movie until researching for this episode. Pull the lever, Grunk. I thought it was like wow. a DreamWorks or like, you know, some other animation mm-hmm. studio. I had no idea. I literally had no idea. And I was very, very happy to see that it was Disney. So I could put it here. Um, I feel like it's not, I don't think it's underrated anymore. I, f- I feel like the word is out, but I just remember when I saw it, uh, I had, I saw it like years after it had originally come out, probably 10, 10 or more years after it had come out. And I was like, how is this not like more talk? How is this not a bigger movie? You know, it's, it's so a cult fun. classic now. Yeah, it definitely yeah. I feel has like it's a cult, more cl- cult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the Cusco's poison, I think that's been memed pretty well, though. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it. You know, whenever we see that on there, but <laughs> Cross yeah. is the best. He's oh, so, so good. good. You know. Oh right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. That poison. Yes, that poison. Got you covered. So good. Yeah, this was. Though. This was another one where it's just like, I think when it, whenever it got put on, I don't know who I was with. I was like, I don't want to see this. This can't be good. And it's just like, it drew me in. Like it is, it's so funny. It's a great story. Um, yeah. Love it's just, Sting. And, it might yeah, be the Sting funniest <laughs> Disney movie too. I mean, yeah, arguably like I think, so yeah, it's David Spade and John Goodman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Eartha Kitt as Yzma. Mm. Yeah. It's so, yeah. When he says that Patrick Warburton doing his best, like, so when he's he like hums his own theme song, <laughs> who I can't remember who, it's, who says it, but he says, Some of us have been turned into cows. Can we go home? I like, yeah, it's one of the guards. The funniest thing, ever. it's like the funniest joke almost in any movie. Like, it mm-hmm. just floored me. I almost died laughing when I heard that. So, get them. Hey, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? You're excused. Yeah, Emperor's new. The little man. evil Isma cat at the end is great. Yeah, yeah. he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so much. There's just so much good stuff in there. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad it got taken. I'm not glad that it wasn't me. Got it. Ah, but I'm happy face. for you. Thank All you. All right, Matt. What do you got for number two? All right, the gift and the curse of uh, picking number one is probably all my next few picks are going to be gone by the time it comes back <laughs> yeah. around. You betcha. Oh man! So but I you gotta, get two in a row, man. Do I get two in a row up at the top? Uh huh. No, not at the top. Here you get it. Oh, like now you get two. Yeah, now I get two, two in a row. In a row. Oh, yeah. okay, that's better. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get ten and eleven. All right. So let's go with let's go with the let's let's take it back a little bit to Jungle Book. Let's, nice. let's snag that King Louie. You know, Baloo. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. Yeah, I don't know. Was what that to there. before or after Robin Hood? They use a lot of the same. Artwork, I think, between same the era, two. When they had no money. It looks yeah. like it was just, time, yeah. it was six years before, apparently. Which one was? Jungle Book? Jungle Book came out in 1967, and Robin Hood came out in 1973. Oh, Jungle nice. Book was the last animated movie that Walt Disney worked on. Oh, interesting. Oh. That's why I chose it. <laughs> just <kidding>. no idea. <laughs> well, this is for Walt. That's for awesome. all I know, this, he's, for all I know, Walt's still alive. I, I don't have no idea. So. Walt's not dead. <laughs> yeah, wear that to Disneyland. Um, I, yeah, I love the Jungle Book. That that live action remake, I actually really enjoy a lot. I think Fabro did a great job with that one. That and the Cinderella one is like they're the two best of the live action. In my limited, like I said, I haven't seen the Aladdin or I haven't seen the Lion King one either. But I, yeah, I think the Jungle Book was 
was so good. And yeah, if you get Idris Elba in it, I'm on board, you know? <laughs> Give me more to go. Idris. <laughs> Got a good cast. Yeah, very Bill much so. Bill Murray as Baloo. Oh, right? Yeah. Perfect. Such good casting. So my next pick, Ben, cue the Phil Collins drum solo. <laughs> We're going Tarzan. Tarzan. Mike Tyson? This is my favorite part coming up right now. so good i meant to bring it up earlier when we talked about it but didn't like i have in my head a fun fact that i don't know if it's real or not but didn't tony hawk do like mocap or something like that for this movie something like that the the lead animator was his son was like waiting to skateboarding or something yeah it was sean something it was sean Sean white no border oh okay i always thought it was tony hawk sean white makes sense too didn't the lead he like the lead animator modeled it on his son didn't he that was in the featurette right oh was it his son Unless Sean White's dad works at Disney. <laughs> maybe awesome. it's both. Maybe it's both. Like he just kind of drew that inspiration and then they got Sean White to do like legit mocapping. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That I, didn't, I just, awesome. yeah, I'm back in my head. Some skateboarder somewhere was, you know, for some of the movements going through the trees and stuff like that, which I thought was rad. Yeah. But yeah, I love Tarzan. I'm surprised I never saw it with that little tidbit because that was like in my skateboarding, snowboarding heyday. Yeah, you. I would have. You would think I would have latched onto that, but maybe oh, yeah. it was too cool for Disney at that. My point. friends would have on the, the <laughs> all the skate tapes, and I'd be like, "Dude, check this one out." Yeah, <laughs> check it out, bro. Here. You want to see some real skating? <laughs> <laughs> <throwing> Tarzan. <laughs> all right, Tyler. What do you have oh, for number three? I'm in a pickle here. I have one that I really want to take that I'm afraid will be gone. Um, goodness, what do I do? It was a son. It was a son. It was a son. Fifteen-year-old son. Oh, so nice. I just made up Tony Hawk. All right, I have no idea. Well, Tony, you know if you're listening, those, like and subscribe. That's one of those like rumors <laughs> that goes around that it was Tony Hawk. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not the first time I've heard it. Okay, but it's like cool. X Games '90s. Like mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, very it was all Tony Hawk. Yeah, so. it makes it's sense. Head, it's head cannon now. So I mean, if you think right. if you're not in if you're not in that world and you think of a skateboarder, you're probably going to think Tony Hawk. So it makes. Oh, sense. So in fairness, like there's other skateboarders, his son, but his son Apparently. probably modeled his stuff after Tony Hawk. Right? Very true. Yeah, I feel like it's a fact I would have got from my mom, and she just heard skateboarding. She's like, "Yeah, it was Tony Hawk." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it was. That makes of course, sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one skateboarder we know. <laughs> All Tony goes Hawk. back to Tony. <laughs> And to be fair, once saw at Disneyland. Oh, there you go. At, uh, at he was the Matterhorn getting his VIP entrance in there. It was part of his benefits package for That's doing what the it was for Tarzan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Matterhorn is falling apart, and is I still really? have not written it, and oh, I'm no. very upset. It, it rattled my teeth when I went on. I'm like, this. I don't care. I've been dreaming of it since the Disney sing along. I've oh, been yeah. to Disneyland once. I know. I was like, when we went to Disney okay. World, I was like, when we go, Candace, when we go, yes, we'll go on the Matterhorn. I'll go. Are you I'll doing the track? Down. What are they going to do with it? I don't know, but they better save it because I have to go on it once. It's like on my bucket list. You've never been yeah. on it? Interesting. No, because it was closed to uh, one day, I, the hmm. time, well, the days I was there. That and I was like, no. Ben will Skype you yeah. next time he goes. Yes, <laughs> which will be in like a month. So <laughs> If they're redoing it, <laughs> we'll what are the odds they turned it into a Frozen theme? If it's not already, I don't know. I haven't been on it in years, but. But the Matterhorn is in Switzerland. Oh. Yeah. So is Elsa. I'm just trying to think of it. Elsa went over to Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) For the next wedding, she went to Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Her ship went down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, What am I going to do here? Um, Do we buy you enough time? 
Honestly, yeah. no, I didn't think about it one bit. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about I was doing my best. I was doing my um, best. I'm going to take, uh, I don't feel like I can, we can go this long without picking a movie. We've all talked about uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I ho, I ho, it's home from work we go. I ho, I ho, I ho, I ho. I feel like it's got to come off the board. I'll, I'll take the hit. Not just kidding. I love, you know, <laughs> I was trying to think of like some of the classics that I truly love. And mm-hmm. I mean, 1937, like we talked about, it still holds up. You know, you can, the, the whistle while you work song is like a ubiquitous part of our, the culture. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. I don't, even if you haven't seen the snow white and the seven dwarves, you know, that the, the whole, the whole trope of, you know, kissing a, a princess to wake her up and all that stuff. I don't know. I just feel like it set the bar for pretty much everything that we're talking about. So um, they got to take it. It's got my top three favorite dwarves in movies in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a stat cast. As far happy as happy so. and grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Third place, Gimli. And my axe. You know, from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and then, then the rest of the seven dwarves. <laughs> I like it. Gimli cracks the top three there. <laughs> That's so good. Um, Arzu, what do you have for your third pick? My third pick, because my other choices are gone, is Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. Which Candace and Taking I to- yeah. just talked about. Yes, because it's on its 25th anniversary next yeah. month. Oh, it's oh, getting really? there. Yep. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen that, that movie. That's darker in a, than I remember. I was just going to say that. I, I haven't seen that in a really long time, but I feel like he, that's got to be the darkest bad guy uh-huh. In like any Disney movie. Huh. He is burning down Paris because he wants to fuck Esmeralda. That's like, well, just, I mean, that's the whole premise. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, and it's not subtle either. Like the language is phrased in a way that like a six year old's not going to pick it up. Right. But an adult's definitely getting it. And he, he's not, <laughs> not saying that's why my dad like, didn't play it again. her hair and getting too close. And it's just, and she's no. like, I know what you want. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh. I, I have never seen this movie. So, wow. You I'm, should absolutely watch this movie. This sounds like it. Yeah. So all of that uh, <clears throat> under the radar for a child, but uh, overt enough for an adult to pick up on. That was what I was noted. That's that's what I was noticing with Aladdin. That was like mm. that. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, mom, they're talking about sex. You know what I mean? She was like. <laughs> Yeah, no shit, dummy. But like yeah. to me, those jokes just go over your head, right? And then mm-hmm. at a certain point, yeah. I was like, "Mom, like, can you believe they said this in a kids' movie?" And she's just like, "I don't know, Did man. You- we gotta go get groceries." When, <laughs> I, you pick up when I would say that to my mom, I'd be like, "They put this in a kids' movie." She's like, "Well, did you pick it up?" I'm like, "No." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Who's the That's voice of the blonde point. guy in that? The main Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein. Okay. Beavis. Ours, you. Yes. <laughs> Five minutes on why Thevis and Kyle and Ben Solo are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Like I have my I have my episode outline. I was like, oh, y'all, she's got research you notes need to. and yeah. like sends yeah. it to me, and, then, and I just like, put a line on the bottom. <laughs> like ours, you five minutes on Ben Solo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said ours is an indeterminate amount of time to talk about why these are the same. 
Oh. It was like five minutes. It was, it could have been worse. Could yeah. Have been yeah. Rich. No, I, <laughs> I spent like, and then I spent five minutes making fun of her. Yeah, so. I kind of feel like that's just be on every outline for every episode. It's like Arzu gets her five minutes on Ben Solo, then we we'll wrap to connect it up. This to ben Solo yeah. then I we'll told do her plugs, for space then... waffles. Kylo Corner, Arzu's Kylo Corner. I like it. Just like, perfect. But the thing is, in the I guess how many have we done now? Like six episodes of Space Waffles that we've recorded so far. I haven't. I don't think I've talked about him once. Really? Hello, message yeah. me that. Is and she's worried okay? about yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. worried about me? Oh, I am now. Because she's like, we did the Thrawn <laughs> episode, and she she's like, she's like, RZ didn't mention Thrawn at all uh, during our Thrawn episode. She didn't mention Kylo. Is she okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I started thinking people are getting sick of it, so I just stopped. I, but I think this works where you go on other pods now, and then you can get it out there. Like, yeah. like, let it, let it out everybody here, expects so. it on the Star Wars podcast, so I exactly. just do it everywhere else. Exactly. Like, yeah. Do it or straight out of home video or <laughs> our regular main line. We need to have our pitch. Like, come listen to ours. You talk about Ben Solo for five minutes. You we have a monkey. fourth podcast coming out. One of our friends is hosting it, and oh, we're definitely yeah. guesting on it. And Arzu, I can see you. Bring Kylo Ren Benzel. She will back me up on this. <laughs> I'm excited will. to see what that is. I saw your post. Like we had a fourth empty yeah. spot. Very curious to see what we have a be. blank space. We have a blank space. This is gonna be a Taylor Swift pod. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh. yeah. All right, um, Candace, third we'll pick. It's all for okay. You. I'm putting I'm putting Tangled on here now because nice. a lot okay. of other ones. So yeah, Tangled. Nice. Not brave. Got it. No. Not the redhead. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I know we kind of talked about that already. Do you, I mean, is there anything else we want to add about Tangled? I think it's a, it was a great retelling of that story. You know, I was kind of curious yeah, like, in the promo stuff. How, yeah, exactly. I was curious how it's going to be original, but after watching, I was like, Oh, that was, that was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It has, it has a great it also has like an actual villain like a lot of these disney movies later on like they have twist villains and stuff like this mm-hmm. like there is like a definite villain she's got a villain song and she's played by broadway's do you know donna it murphy? just out of my head yes donna murphy, donna murphy. yes broadway's donna murphy and she just sells it she's so hammy mother gothel she has a song mother's no best and it's it's amazing nice, Mother gothel, nice. i think is up there with frollo in terms of terrifying villains that are scary because there are people you could actually meet yeah, mm. she's, she's. I know she can do like a bit of magic with the flower, but yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. yes. And Zachary like, Levi. Zachary yeah. Levi is amazing, and he so good. sells sells that character. Mm-hmm. And Mandy Moore, yeah, who oh, nice. again, yeah. early two thousands kid, love Mandy Moore. And she's she, great. She's a Disney princess. She just is, and it works. I felt like Tangled was like a really nice rebirth. Like they had to reinvent themselves in some capacity just because of the way animation's gone. And I feel like as far as like, I mean, Pixar has been doing, you know, CGI for, you know, a long time. But this was like a nice like reinvention of what CGI could look like for, you know, the Disney animation studio and Mm. kind of what we're familiar with. In yeah, look like a fairy tale, like doing it with a fairy tale and showing that it can still be beautiful. Like, because there are other CGI movies for like Dinosaur and Mm -hmm. the... Pigeon mm-hmm. movie where they're in World War II. Valiant. Oh, <laughs> Valiant. Uh, nobody's yeah. going to know what it is if I say Valiant. <laughs> but they but used we'll it. We'll know and, what it is. And it was like quirky and 
like kind of silly and fun or dinosaurs was kind of serious, but like Tangled showed it could be beautiful Mm -hmm. and it could bring magic really to life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome movie. I need to give it a shot. Um, I'm watching it. You better watch it. Yeah. You watch that. (laughs) I'll watch Hunchback. We'll come back and report. Deal. Yeah. On our first time Disney movies. Um, I'm going to take with my third pick, something we've also talked about here. uh, Big Hero 6. Nice. I was wondering if that would Hello, I am Baymax, your personal healthcare companion. I just, yeah, I loved that movie. That, like, I feel like I say this for so many movies now, but I, I went to it not wanting to see it really at all. And then I was just like captivated the whole time. I think it's just such a fun story. I mean, you're sucked in. Even just that opening scene where they're doing, you know, the robot fights and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, okay, this kid, this kid knows exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Like, this is awesome. I, I, I loved it. And I think the cast is great. All the characters we get. I never read the comics. I still haven't. But um, just the way that we're introduced to everybody, like in the lab and stuff, everything seems so organic and just a super fun movie. And as we've talked about in our pod we are huge fans of the city of San Francisco. So to have like a little bit of that in a movie was super cool too. It's yeah. like, Oh, I get what they're doing here with San Francisco. Like this is super cool. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I love big hero six. Tyler, do you see you, you like that one as well? Oh yeah. I, and I just was curious. I was wondering if anyone would take it because I've, I've only mm. seen it the once I really liked it and I just know. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of good stuff to be taken. I was wondering if that would be, one yeah. of them, so it made me cry. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Max, ugly cry. <laughs> I mean, really, did. like, yeah, the hug. Like, he's I don't know. The Baymax character was great when he's running out of batteries, yeah. going up the stairs. Oh, like, they know man. how to do that physical comedy. Yeah. Oh, and wings are almost ready. Wee! You be quiet. Yeah. Wee. That's yeah. He it's is, so good. He's the best character to meet at. Disney. Oh, nice. He's actually oh, like inflatable. That? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. At, Epcot, at least back in the day. And like, he just like holding out. And like, that was like, I was like, I'm an adult, but this is the one character I really want to be. Without like, a so doubt. Cute. That's so cute. Cool. Yeah. So he's like inflatable. You can give him a hug. It's awesome. That's rad. That's so cool. That's so cool. That's awesome. That's a, I mean, Disney's so good about that. I remember I used to work with a guy who his first job was at Disney and he was just telling me how seriously they take the uh, the park goer experience, you know, and like playing your characters and making sure that every kid thinks they really met Mickey or whoever, you know, like you you don't play the character. You're friends with them. Like I had. Oh, OK. People, I had I had friends who were friends with Cinderella and friends with Rapunzel. Ah, uh, OK. Never say that you play those. You knew oh, that those okay. characters are real. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're real. Yeah. Once I, we were doing a Cinderella dinner with my friend's girls and you meet Cinderella at the beginning. And it was one of my, I maybe knew Cinderella knew who I was. Yeah. Mutual friend. Mutual friend. So friends with Cindy. Got it. Cinderella knew my name and the girls were just like, (laughs) Cinderella knows you. I became their favorite person. It was amazing. I felt, I was like, they're, favorite like uh, it's like has anyone <laughs> on this i just this this just triggered a memory i have has anyone ever worn a costume like that around kids so one time mm. i was i don't remember the exact setup here but i was it was i think 
I was pick like we were picking up my sister from daycare or something, and the people at the daycare asked me to put on a Cookie Monster outfit, like a full on Cookie Monster thing. I think I was like, I don't know, twelve or something. So I was like barely older than these kids at this daycare, and I put it on, and these kids thought I was Cookie Monster, and I knew a lot of these <laughs> kids because I, you know, used to go to the same daycare, picking up my sister, all this stuff, and it was like pretty unbelievable how easy it is to, for these kids to just think like oh yeah that's that's for sure the actual how easy cookie it is monster. to lie to children yeah right like, yeah okay. i'm like i'm a kid myself and i'm like hey kids i'm cookie monster and they're freaking out like grabbing like, tugging on me and stuff it's pretty wild experience so, yeah, i, I like, had the opposite experience I, oh no when uh <laughs> when my son was three, did you meet cookie monster when you were when, young no, when my son was three <laughs> Matt you was at the, the party. Yes. Cookie <laughs> Monster. Sorry, I just spoiled your childhood. Cookie <laughs> Monster's not real. Um, I my son wanted a Santa themed birthday party, and so okay. I tried to imitate. Oh, nice. I had my son there and all of his all of his cousins, so I tried to like do this like going down the chimney thing. But I'm like a nine foot tall guy, hundred pounds, just tall and skinny, <laughs> and I think I made all the kids not believe in Santa anymore. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's a Disney movie right there. Matt ruins Christmas. (laughs) Skinny, smells bad. (laughs) Sounds like dad. Did you actually go down the chimney? I I made like this makeshift chimney that I tried to get, and nothing was helping. Like nothing. (laughs) I destroyed it. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, by the way, Matt's Matt's son is seventeen years old. (laughs) (laughs) Really, a Santa Claus party. Um, he did say he was. He said he was three. I know. Didn't just teasing. <laughs> at the time, at the time, was, yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to do a quick recap. We're going into the last round here of what we have. Um, so Matt, with the first pick, he has taken Lion King, Jungle Book, and Tarzan. Love the jungle. Tyler has taken. Yeah, I love it. Tyler has taken Aladdin, Emperor's New Groove, and Snow White. Arzu has Beauty and the Beast, Moana, and Hunchback. Candace has Little Mermaid, Mulan, and Tangled. And I've taken Robin Hood, Peter Pan, and Big Hero 6. And I think with my final pick, like we were talking about earlier, I'm just going to pick something that I didn't anticipate, but I love and I want to make sure it gets on here. And that's Rescuers Down Under. Oh, I should have known that's what you were going to take. I I don't know. I, I... it's for me, honestly, it's Bob Newhart. I just love Bob Newhart so much for like having like John Candy and Ava Gabor in it. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's such a fun movie. There's a lot of other ones on here that I was going looking over, you know, like stuff that maybe resonated more with me as a kid, you know, that like really impacted me or whatever. But if I think about just the stuff I enjoy the most that rescues down under would just make the list. I, I, I love that movie a lot. And you guys fans of the uh, rescuer sequel. I always liked it when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. It was a kid. I didn't even know. I actually liked the first Rex one more, but I do like it. Same. That was me too. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's a, it's a fun movie. I'm happy to to take it here with my last pick. Yeah. So, um, oh, Candace, nice. what have you got? Lilo and Stitch. Nice. I'm it's glad so this one got some warms my heart. That was my sister's, yeah. uh, one of her favorite movies growing up. So I'm glad it, I'm glad it got taken. It's my it's my my sister's favorite. Oh, that's cool too. So yeah, so yeah, I had to pick it. Nice. So. In, in the Lilo and Stitch experience at Disney World, they spray that stuff on you, and I swear I smelled like that. It is closed now. 
for the record. Uh, yeah, I, I smelled like that the rest of the day. And I swear, like, sometimes I still smell it. Ew, it's supposed so to be chili. Why? Chili dogs burp oh. from sticks. Oh, man. So bad. Yeah. Was this the thing? Was this what they were really Who, who's like, what is Okay, <laughs> let me do a quick story. Oh, I have a yes. story about this. It was this. a terrifying alien a ride where an alien right. would come out and traumatize children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so they changed it to Stitch because they were like, what can we do with this? Oh, Lilo and Stitch is popular. Let's do this. Then later you could just meet Stitch and it is a Stitch experience and they just closed it all down. So mm. who knows what they're going to do mm. with that. Man, chili dog burps. That's the worst. <laughs> that sounds awful. Stuck. Yeah, that's, oh, that's awful. Um, all right, Arzu, how are you going to cap off your list here? What's your number four? Okay, so there are movies where I like the music better or I like the plot better, but purely for what I loved growing up and what has remained a consistent favorite that I want to make sure gets on here. My fourth one is going to be the great mouse detective. Nice. Is that the one with the Radigan Radigan song? Yes. Okay. Okay, Candace is losing it because I had had a crush on Basil when I was little and Candace knows this and is losing it as a result. (laughs) Your secrets are not. No, they're really not. It's fine. It's on the occasional. It's on the podcast episode. I'll acknowledge this. It's public. Is there a Basil is Kylo Ren connection thing? Uh, Yeah, how can we work it in? I'm sure you can do it. (laughs) I have some time to think about it. Doesn't he kind of like sword fight? Yeah, they sword fight. Kind of sword fight. They're kind of like standoffish (laughs) and rude, but with like a soft heart of gold. A heart of gold. Um. So good. Uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got for now. But I might yeah, come up with I something like else. That's gonna be our next podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. We, we've talked yeah. about doing that where people just throw things at me and it's like make this about Kylo Ren. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The six degrees of Kylo Ren. I like that. That'd be super fun. I haven't watched that one forever, but I remember enjoying that movie. I'm glad that, that showed up on here. Um okay, Tyler, last pick. All right. Um, I'm going to just take another personal favorite. And I don't know why, but I just feel like somehow this is going to make Leo mad, which also <laughs> makes me want to take it. That's a running joke. You probably already made him mad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I just Each feel pick like is infuriated. Him. I made him at... mad by not taking Lilo and Stitch because that's his favorite movie. <laughs> okay. I was going between nice. that and Rescuers. So, yeah. I just know there's a lot of stuff left on here. And I just know if, if I don't take some things and I take this instead, I, just, I don't know. I just have a feeling. And I just, I love that this is our little running thing. Tyler upsets Leo. Oh, I'm going to take Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. What do you think, Ben? Is he mad at me? I don't know. I don't know if he's seen this, to be honest. I'm not I sure. I saw it very it's- recently for the first time, like, yeah, within the last, like during quarantine. And mm. I loved it so much. It's so fun. Um, John C. Reilly is great. I don't know if it's the best Disney movie or whatever. There's so, so many good movies I could have taken, but I don't know. I just really liked it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's my draft, damn it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. Honestly, I think you're good with Leo because you've taken a classic Disney with Snow White mm-hmm. and you got a Renaissance one as well. So I feel yeah. like it would take a lot to make him mad on this one. This isn't, my boy, this isn't ready player He's one, seen. you know what I mean? So <laughs> you have a decent draft here. Um, yeah. Wreck it. Ralph was super fun. Like, yeah. Sarah Silverman is so good. Yeah. in that. Like the crossover IP. 
yeah, it's yeah. so cool with all the video game characters and everything. Like, yeah, we're well, going with really Jane Lynch for a while. Eyes. Like that, yeah, it's it's a great. That's such a fun movie. Yeah. Came okay, out. Final pick. Okay, um, I'm gonna get some hate mail for this one. Nice. Um, I know it's beloved by some. I'm finding that people my age really don't love it. Um, my dad loves it. Dad, if Steve. you're listening. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't Please. yet. Hitters um, are so awkward until you hit that subscribe. I know you're watching these. Please just subscribe. Um, I got to go with Fantasia. I, you know, oh, nice. Got, nice. It's, like uh, it's got, you know, it's got the wizard. Uh, well, I can't remember what that sequence is called. The but, Sorcerer's Apprentice. You know, yes. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Just a classic. Uh, it's got some great animation and just like the timing of it, like what they're able to accomplish at that time with music um, and animation. It's just really great. And it's got like my favorite animation sequence at the very end, just like that candlelight procession Mm. is just beautiful to me. And so, yeah, yeah. love it. Do you, do you ever, when you do watch Fantasia, do you ever listen to like the guy talking in between the sequences? I haven't watched it in so long. I have not paid close attention to it there's one bit right before he introduces the nutcracker suit which is all the the fairies and the the fish and all that stuff where he's explaining what what the nutcracker suite is and like the history and he's like nobody performs the nutcracker anymore but because in the 40s nobody was performing the nutcracker like nobody knew what it was and then in the 50s it picked up in popularity so that one bit always he's like Here's what That's it is, funny. because nobody watching knows what the Nutcracker is. <laughs> he mansplains the Nutcracker to us. Well, because nobody knew in 1940, whatever, yeah. what the Nutcracker was. But That's so awesome. I'll have, pay, I'll have to it's, pay closer attention to him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Though. Like, and now stuff. if anyone listens to it, it's like every Christmas, it is always going yeah. on. What are you talking about? Like, everybody knows what the Nutcracker is. <laughs> My partner, Alex, was in the Nutcracker. She was part of Ballet West when she was younger. So she's like... Yeah, I feel like every kid has done some kind of like yeah. nutcracker related thing, yeah. right? I don't know how many times I've seen it now. I'm sure between us all, we've seen it oh, yeah. seen plenty it. of times. Quite but um, cool. Yeah, I mean, another quick recap: Matt, Lion King, Jungle Book, Tarzan, Fantasia. I mean, all pretty heavy hitters. Um, yeah. I think we all have great lists, though. Honestly, Tyler, Aladdin, Emperor's New Groove, Snow White, Wreck It Ralph, Arzu, Beauty and the Beast, Moana, Hunchback of Notre Dame and the Great Mouse Detective, Candace, uh, Little Mermaid, Mulan, Tangled, Lilo and Stitch. Sorry, Dad, I didn't take that. Um, <laughs> and then I have Robin Hood, Peter Pan, Big Hero Six, and Rescuers Down Under. Um, curious if you, you guys have any movies that like we didn't talk about that you love. I know, I mean, I love some of the older ones. Maybe it's just like a cat thing, but like Aristocats and yeah. Oliver and Company. I love both of those movies. Those ones, I was like, I didn't know if they'd make. That that last pick, I'm sure with all, a lot mm-hmm. of us, was just like, I was juggling between like five things and those were in there. Cause I think those are just like such fun movies, you know, like yeah. they're just, they, they really give you a sense of place, I think. So I, yeah, I love those. I just wanted to shout those out before we rewrap this up. But what about you guys? Any other movies that we didn't talk about? You just want to mention? I want to shout out Meet the Robinsons because okay. nice. underrated, it's extremely yeah. underrated. Nobody ever talks about it. And it's like, it's funny it. and it's super heartfelt and sort of like, I don't know, all the like messages that it has about keep moving forward and like don't dwell on the past and all of this kind nice. of, I don't know. It's just, it's so, so good. And nobody ever talks yeah, about it. I haven't movie. even heard of it. 
to be honest. I need to watch so, it. Yeah. We'll throw it yeah. after yeah. the yeah. It was like 2006 or 2007. Yeah, yeah it's on 2006, 7, something like that. But yeah, I'll okay. for sure yeah. check that very, out. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, we do watch party. That'd be a blind watch for all three of us, I think. I've never yeah. seen it. So that'd be good. Yeah, there's, you- a, there's a stretch here that I'm surprised none of them got taken. We have Lady and the Tramp, Sleeping Beauty, 101 Dalmatians, Sword in the Stone, Sword in the Stone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, gosh, this. Yeah, there's a lot of classics. Like, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. yeah. that we didn't like talk about. Bambi. Right. Yeah. The Fox and the Hound. I almost took the Fox and the Hound just to make everyone sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I honestly over- like also like. So, oh, no, no. Go ahead, please. Um, I was just thinking about Zootopia. Like that mm-hmm. was a that was surprising one too. that I thought was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That came out recently, too, that I was like shocked at because I was like, oh, it's another like talking animal movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the point of this? And then I actually watched it and I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Zootopia ruled. I feel like yeah, that with a lot of their movies, when I hear what the premise is before we like see a trailer or anything, it's like, okay, yeah. like more talking animals. Like, why? All right, whatever. But that's a that's a great movie. Um, yeah, honestly, I overlooked Alice in Wonderland. I probably would have taken that had I paid mm. attention to my list. But it's funny what the pressure um, does in the moment. You're like, it really does. I'm mm-hmm. just like jumping around between stuff. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Princess and the Frog. Yep. Is on my list. And like, yeah, Cinderella. There's a bunch of them. There. So many classics. Yeah. Leo's going to be mad at everybody. I love it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, th- thanks you guys for coming on. This was, I had a blast. This was super fun. I've been looking forward to this Always. for a while. I love whenever we get a chance to talk Disney movies because that just feels like for all of us, you know, but I just feel like it's my childhood, you know, it's like yeah. what I wanted to do. And so anytime we get to talk about Disney animation, I'm on board. So, I really appreciate you guys coming back. Do you guys want to plug again, like where people can find you? Let them know about all three podcasts that are officially announced. <laughs> uh, let them know where they can find you guys. Yeah, we're at the geekywaffle.com, the geeky waffle at most places, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter. My personal Twitter is Candace is a geek. And is ours, I mean. Yeah. So we have, yeah, the geeky waffle, are our main podcast, straight out of home video, those Disney sequels and mm-hmm. more. And then Space Waffles, where I don't talk about Kylo Ren at all. (laughs) I know, which is surprising because Space Waffles is all about Star Wars. All Star Wars, no Kylo Ren. Uh, You'll find a way. I believe in you. I need to bring him back. I need to bring him back. I was off my game. There's just going to be a whole episode about him. I'm just waiting. Sobbing for her to be like 25 minutes. Bring him back. I got a step by step plan on how we can come back. (laughs) Just launch into it. Just like the scroll. No breathing. He's so good. Just at Kathleen. Like Lucasfilm, call me. (laughs) Call me. I have ideas. Yeah, I was looking at uh, movies for the straight out of home video. And I mean, I didn't realize that for uh, Fox and the Hound 2, Patrick Swayze and Reba McIntyre in that. I was like, man, I don't even what? know what that movie would be like, but I just kind of want to <laughs> watch it for that reason alone. Yeah, like, this, like, Patrick Stewart is in Bambi too. Is he really? It's um, What does he do in Bambi 2? He's Bambi's dad. He chooses a son oh, out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's. He's Nats really also, father. he's there just like, he's doing the most and he really doesn't need to be. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> on the Patrick Stewart charm. And I'm like, sir, you're playing a deer. <laughs> yeah. Hot Disney dad coming in, you know. Like, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you are aware you're playing a deer. That's what inspired it. Really? Oh, it's so good. 
That's awesome. Arzy's like his sexy boys. Sexy like, boys. Hello. On a deer. We can't talk about this too much. Yeah. It's a family podcast. Um, this man cool, is a yeah. stag. We're talking about dads. That's totally about family. That's yeah. True, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Dilf podcast. Um, <laughs> Disney Dilfs. Disney Dilfs. There we go. Oh my God. Well, yeah. Thanks again, you guys, for coming on. Um, hope you guys can come back for our Disney Dilfs episode. We'll <laughs> draft. Um, you can find us everywhere at Three Films Pod. Appreciate everyone like listening and participating, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. See ya. Sweater, there's no better than authentic Irish setter. See this hat, it was my cat, my evening wear vampire bat. These white slippers are albino, African endangered rhino, grizzly bear underwear, turtles' necks. I've got my share, beret of poodle on my noodle, it shall rest. Try my red robin suit, it comes one breast or two. See my vest, see my vest, see my vest.